Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Well, I've really appreciated, uh, I appreciate this opportunity. Thank you, Pastor Greg, pastors. I appreciate, I always appreciate the opportunity. It's a privilege to bring, you know, it's amazing to me. We're, we're human beings and God allows us to bring forth his word, which is so precious to him. His word is so precious and we need to be careful how we handle that word. Careful how we handle it. And I so appreciate the messages that have been ministered lately on the importance of the Word of God. Because it has been important to me all of my life, well, not all of my life, when I came to know the Lord, then it became important to me. Before that, it wasn't important. So I thought maybe I'd share a little bit of the testimony and just stay in the same line that Pastor has been teaching. And I do have some scriptures concerning the Word of God that have blessed me. And so to start it out, after we got born again, one of the things that we did, because we had never read through the Word of God before, is we bought one of those Living Bible Kavar covers that had first come out. And in the back of that Bible, they had a checklist that you could check off what you read. And so what we would do in the evening uh, before bedtime, well, actually during bedtime, we'd lay there in the bed, and we would read that word out loud to each other. I'd read it for a while, then she would read it for a while out loud. And I really believe that that's still working on the inside of us today because as we did that, the hunger for that word began to come. What did you learn when you first began to read it? Well, not much except that it, it confirmed that we were born again. I kept seeing that born again message as we read the word in there. And then came, came along the Holy Spirit, people wanting us to get baptized in the Holy Ghost. And I was really resistant to that for a while. I didn't want that. And there was a couple that invited us over to their house. And I, I even resisted when they were asking. And yet the Spirit of God came on me as we're going about to go out the door. And I said, Dale, you need to pray for us. And he prayed for us and we received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with speaking in other tongues. But before that, I had read a book called Two Sides of a Coin by Charles and Francis Hunter. Anybody ever read that book? (laughs) And I was so excited about that book. I thought, I'm reading some of those things. This is how ignorant I was. I'm reading some of these things, and I'm thinking, why? Why wasn't that in the newspaper? That should have been in the newspaper. This stuff is really good. You know, and so I thought, well, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready to be slain in the spirit. So I'm in bed, right? So I sat up in bed and I said, okay, Lord, slay me in the spirit. You know, you know, absolutely nothing happened. (laughs) But then the interesting thing is I was in the choir uh, in the Lutheran church. A Lutheran pastor happened to be born again and filled with the spirit. But I was in the choir and I was sitting next to somebody who was baptized in the spirit. And I said, have you ever read that book, Two Sides of a Coin? And she says, yeah, I've read that. Isn't that really good? I said, yeah, it's really good. So they invited us over, and that's the ones that introduced us to the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the Holy Spirit with speaking in other tongues. And that gave me such a joy and a hunger for the Word of God. I, I, I was working 311 in a paper plant, 3M paper plant, carbonless paper, and I would come home after 311, and I had an old Bible that I had gotten at Confirmation Lutheran. It was Revised Standard, and the dog had, puppy had chewed part of the uh, thing. So he was hungry for the word. 
But I, I was going through the Psalms and I had this gold marker. I don't even know if they make gold, but it was gold, literally a gold marker. And I'm reading through the Psalms and everything is just coming alive because there's life in this book. There is life in this book. He said, my words are spirit and they are life. And when you take this, you're taking the life of God on the inside of you. And I know that one of the last messages that I, that I ministered before I left the church in Wisconsin was concerning the word of God. And I said, probably the most important thing that I could leave you with is get in the word of God. Get yourself in the word of God. But even more important than that, get this thing in you. Get it in you and let it, Let it roll over and over and over on the inside of you because this is God's power. He created the the world through his word, through his word. You know, I was just not too long, about two months ago, I was minding my own business and I heard these words. I heard, do you know that I haven't lost any of my creative power? I knew that that was God speaking. And so my ear picked up when I said, yeah. And he said, I'm still creating today. I can still create things. I create things with my word, and I can create things. I can create through you if you will speak my word. I can bring about my word by, by bringing about through you, by you declaring it, decreeing it, decreeing the word of God. And we really need to decree the word of God against the wickedness that is rising up all around us. We have the power over those. Those are demonic spirits, wicked demonic spirits that are raising up wicked schemes. But my Bible tells me that the evil will bow before the good. Ha-ha, and the wicked will bow at the gates of the righteous. And the Lord gave me that scripture and said, begin to decree it. So I've been decreeing that scripture, that the evil will bow before the good. Hallelujah. Well, Talking about the power of the word, but the power of the word in us has changed our lives. And I know that the power of the word in you has changed your life also. And I still have a hunger for the word of God. I can't get enough of God's word because it is his power. Matter of fact, let me just read the last scripture that I have before I read the other ones because it's one of my favorite. Hebrews 1 and verse 3. It says this, it says, Jesus, who being the brightness of his glory, meaning the brightness of the Father's glory. Oh, right there, that's good. We could camp right there for a while. He is the brightness of the Father and of his glory. And the express image, the express image, the exact image of his person. And listen to this, upholding all things by the word of his power. Meaning that we are here tonight and we are being upheld by the word of his power. You and me are upheld by the word of his power. Mm, There's power in that word of God that created the heavens, that created the stars, that created the sun, and he created all for his mankind, all for his mankind that he would make and put his, oh, put his spirit within us. Mm. Not by might nor by power, but by his spirit. But the word of his power, when he had himself purged our sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. And I think I have that in the Amplified to read. Yep, I do. I got my little markers. Gets me there quicker. It says he is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light being the outraying or the radiance of the divine. And he is the perfect, well, I like this, the perfect imprint and the very image of God's nature upholding 
and maintaining and guiding and propelling the universe by his mighty word of power. I believe that there are still good things being created by God as he is preparing places for us. He said, I go before you to prepare a place for for you that where I am, you might be also. God wants us to be with him. Do you realize that he was here before we got here tonight? He was here awaiting you to come because he knew you would come and you were going to come and you were going to lift your hands and give him praise. And there were angels here that were probably waiting for you to come in this place because he delights in the praises of his people. We literally surround him and crown him with our praises. He delights in the praises of his people. He delights when you lift your hands and give him praise and worship him. And so he's here waiting for you to come. He's excited about tonight. He's excited that we're going to bring forth the word of God. God himself is excited. He literally dances over you with joy. I can't tell you the joy. It's joy unspeakable that comes from the word of God. It's unspeakable. I know people that have been into the heavenly realm and came back again and they said they can't describe it. There are no human words. And even in this book it says there are words that when Paul had his, his experience where a man was caught up into the heavenly realms and he said heard words that were just not able to be spoken here in the earth. Do you think God has more for us than this? Oh, thank God he does. Thank God he does. No wonder Paul said, I'd rather die and be with him but I have to stay here for a while yet. Oh, hallelujah. Well, I really got ahead of myself. Is that okay? Praise God. I didn't finish that, did I? Yep. (laughs) Don't you like that, though? Yeah, upholding and maintaining and guiding and propelling the universe by his mighty power, word of power. When he had offered himself, accomplished our cleansing of sins and the riddance of guilt. Oh, that's the one that I needed to have gone from me. But the word of God cleansed me of that guilt that was on me. The guilt from the sin that I was in. Hallelujah. But I got delivered from that. Hallelujah. Got delivered so I can stand before him with confidence tonight. That he is my God. He is my father. And we are his sons. We are his sons and daughters tonight. Actually the word son doesn't have any uh, so the ladies can be sons too. You know. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah, he sat down at the right hand. The divine majesty on high as if he was done, but he's not really done, he's praying for us. He's making intercession for us. Hallelujah, he wants us to win. He wants you to win, he's not against you. You know, this word is so important because if you're, you're going to have trouble with the enemy. And that's what takes it. The, the three words that the enemy hates probably the most, it is written. If Jesus in the wilderness had to use it is written against the enemy, then how do you expect that you're going to do it in any other way? (laughs) You're going to have to do it the same way that he did it. And you're really going to have to know it is written. This is the reason for getting this on the inside of us. Because you need to know it is written. Because you know what? The devil knows it is written also. He will use it is written. And you're going to have to know it is written beyond his... His, it it is written. Yeah? Well, did you get that? A little tongue-tied, but I got it. Hey, here's a good one. Jeremiah 3.29. Is not my word like fire, says the Lord, and a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? I got to give you that one from the Amplified too. 
What did I say that was? What verse was that? Mm-mm-mm. 23.29. Yeah, here it is. Oh, it's good out of the Amplified. You want to hear it out of the Amplified? It's good. You probably know it already, but it's not my word like fire that consumes all that cannot endure the test, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks in pieces the rock of most stubborn resistance. You know, I can remember standing at that door and resisting that baptism of the Holy Spirit, resisting that baptism. It just seemed weird to me, you know, resisting that. And yet, the Spirit of God came on me as I was about to open the door and said, let him pray for you. (laughs) You need it. (laughs) And I said, yes, sir. (laughs) That was all it took. See, God wants us to have these things. He's anxious for us to have these things. And so, Pastor Greg, I appreciate those sermons on the Word of God. It stirs. I don't know about you, but when I'm listening to things like that, the Spirit of God will begin to bring up other scriptures as he's preaching and ministering the scripture. The Spirit of God will bring up other scriptures on the inside of me that go right along with what he's preaching. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. And that confirms, you know, because it's the Word. And like he said, this is a word church. Boy, is this a word church that I've, heard, I've found out since I've been here. Probably everybody out there can preach the word. Glory to God. That's a good thing. You know you're doing a good job when everybody can preach the word, Pastor. Hallelujah. Well, here, here's a good one. Psalm 119, verse 11. Your word I've hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. The power. The power within that word, we hide it within our hearts so that we would not sin against him. It has the power to keep us from sinning against our God. Even though we have this flesh, probably 90% of the problem is this flesh, right? It gets in the way. Hallelujah. I had a couple of quotes here from, uh, I've been reading Barclay's commentaries. I just finished Luke and started John. Of course, that's where the word was made flesh. And he had uh, spoken a couple of things in there. He was talking about the way the different people looked at the word. And he said in, uh, he said this, the spoken word to the Hebrew was fearfully alive. And I thought, yeah, 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 there's spirit and life. They are alive. And he said it was a unit of energy charged with power. Charged with power. I wonder if we really realize how much the word of God is charged with his power. It is charged. Listen, it changed you. It made you into something beautiful. Charged with power in you to make you something beautiful. Out of this old ugly thing here, he made something beautiful. You may not think so, but God thinks so. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm glad about that. And then, and then he said, the Eastern people said a word is not merely a sound, it is a power which does things, which is true because it has creative power. God's words is, is full of creative power. He loves to create things, and he, and he creates them out of nothing. I have a testimony here that I may read if I get time uh, concerning the power of the word. It's quite different, but over the years I've read it a couple of times to different in different places, and it's, it's, it'd be a blessing if I get to it. Psalm 33, 6 says, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Isn't that 
that, that, that's talking about that creative power of the word. Psalm 33, 9 says, For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. That's the one who is on your side when he speaks. When he speaks, when he commands, that word of God takes action on the inside of you. It changes you. Changes this right here. This mind needs to be renewed with the word of God. And, and as Pastor Greg said, one of the greatest problems in the body of Christ is people don't renew their mind with the word of God. You've got to renew your mind with the word of God. Get your thinking. See, his ways are higher than our ways. So uh, we, need to, we need to be involved in his ways. Psalms 107.20 says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. There's power within the word of God to bring healing and health to you and to deliver you from things that want to destroy you. There is an enemy out there that wants to destroy you, wants you to not believe, wants to destroy your faith. But he has no power over the word of God. He has no power over it as written. He's stopped in his tracks in that. The other thing that he has no power over is your praise because your praise puts him to silence. It silences the enemy. That's Psalms, I believe Psalms 8, where it talks about that. Here's one of my, well, no, I need to give you this one first. Psalm 147, 15. He sends out his command to the earth. His word runs very swiftly. You know, in the beginning of my walk with the Lord, uh, I started ordering books from Word Incorporated out of Waco, Texas. Now, most of those books were Baptist-oriented, but at that time, I really needed that (laughs) Baptist-oriented book because it had the Word of God in it. And I would read those things and think, this is really good. You have to do something about that. So I became a book jobber, and I began to put Christian books, pocket books, in grocery stores and drug stores. I just... You know, it, this is what was in me. I got to get this word out. People need to hear this. They need to have this. And I was going to bring my copy of Exceedingly Growing Faith because it's one of those pocket books, probably the first one that, that Dr. Hagen ever put out. And I was going to show you that uh, yours is different than this one, just in cover only. <laughs> but it's a good word. Where was I going with that? Well, anyhow, I was, I was anxious to put that word out there because I knew that it could change lives. And so even there in the, uh, even though Word, of, Word Incorporated had a lot of Baptist books, there were some good stuff. And then, of course, I got involved in some charismatic teaching. Don Bashan had a book on the Holy Spirit. Anybody remember Don Bashan at all? And he had a book on the Holy Spirit, a pocket book. We put that on the racks. And then I found out that there's opposition to those things. The next time that I went into the grocery store, I found out that there was opposition, even though that there was a rack of not very, what word should I use? Well, I'll be nice. It just wasn't very good books. That was right next to the racks that we had put up. There actually was a pastor that came in, and he wanted the removal of that rack, my rack, not the other rack. And I think it had to do with that Holy Spirit book that was on there. If you know what I mean. That there is opposition, and that's why we need to know it is written, because the power of that word will enable you to overcome the opposition every time. It will never fail you. The word of God will not fail you. It will not fail you. Here's one of my favorites. Isaiah 55, uh, beginning at the 10th verse. And it says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and they do not return there, 
but water the earth and they make it bring forth and bud. When you look at some of the beautiful things in the earth, it's because God has provided the rain. God has provided the atmosphere for things to grow and look beautiful. It literally brings life into the earth, life into the earth. That's what he's talking about, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. And really, you know, when you're facing the enemy, the word of God can't just be in here. It needs to come forth from your mouth. You need to speak it out of your mouth. Get used to speaking God's word, declaring God's word out of your mouth. It will bring power. It will bring power. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. Never, ever, ever does a word spoken in the name of God with faith return void unto him. Never, ever does it return void. If you think it's not, you know, if you think the other way, it's not on God's part, it's on your part. That's just that simple. But it never returns void. It will not return to me void, but it shall accomplish. Everybody say accomplish. God's word accomplishes. It accomplishes. And and if it's like the rain that waters the earth, what does it accomplish within us? God life. God's word is meant to produce God life on the inside of us. See, because that's all we have to bring somebody else in a turnaround, to see them delivered from the things that enemy holds them in bondage with. It will take the word of God to bring them out of that, to get them delivered from that. But it has the power within it, and it puts that same life on the inside of you. Yes, I know we have this flesh, and I know that it gives us problems at times. But we can overcome that too with the word of God and by the spirit of God who lives within us. We overcome those things by the Spirit, by the Spirit. Oh, God is so smart, isn't he? He's filled us with his own Holy Spirit. He knew that we would need that. He knew man's heart was always bent toward evil. He knew that there needed to be a change in man's heart. And the change in man's heart is the Holy Spirit bearing witness. He's given you a brand new spirit. In that brand new spirit is everything that you will ever need to walk as a Christian, a Christ-like being on this earth and to win others into the kingdom. Hallelujah. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, what I please. See, God is accomplishing through you what he pleases. And we need him to accomplish through us what he pleases, not what we please, but what he pleases. And that's why you have his spirit on the inside to bear witness with your spirit in anything that you might do for the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The first message that I received for this church is is faith and love, that you are a church of faith and love. You know, Paul, when when he wrote to the churches, he he didn't commend them. He didn't give them a commendation for all the miracles and things that were going on. He said, no, I've heard of your faith and I've heard of your love. And this, this body of believers is high on the chart in faith and love. Thank you for being that way. Hallelujah. So anyhow, it accomplishes what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. That means 
that's always going to do exactly what it said. It's always going to do exactly what it said. And that's good news, whether you know it or not. Another thing that the Word of God is good for is in prayer. And I find this, and I don't know, I read this in a different way than some others read it. It's from Ephesians 6, the 17th and the 18th verse. But this is from the New King James Version. And it's talking about the armor of God, that God wants us clothed in his. Isn't it nice of God to give us his very own armor to be clothed in, to battle against those forces? He gives us his very own armor for that. I'm so pleased with the fact that we can be dressed in his armor. But in verse 17, he says, Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always. And and the way I like to read that is take the word of God praying always. Take the word of God praying always. There's an importance to us in praying the word of God. A Monday night prayer, they have a list of the scriptures over there and we're praying the word of God. There's an importance in praying his word because when we put his word forth, it always comes to pass. Not, Not one word will ever fail concerning that. And I thought I had a scripture concerning that from Joshua that not one word would ever fail. Well, I did have it, but I guess I didn't write it down. But there's not one word that ever failed. In Je- he said at the end of his life, there's not one word. Everything that God spoke for your people has come to pass, and yet they still turned away from him. But now we have the Holy Spirit to lead us, to guide us. The Spirit of God lives within you to give you revelation knowledge in this book. He leads you to it. And then he gives you revelation knowledge. He'll show you things to come. He'll join with you when you make the choice to pray. He will join with you and pray and pray through you with groanings too deep for words according to the will of God. He will do that for you. But you'll have to make the choice to do those things. You have to make the choice to go to the book. Mm. I just, we don't worship the book. We worship the author of the book. But the book is the author's word. It's his word to you, especially to you, to see the power that there is in there to bring about the changes that need to come in your life. Hallelujah. So do I have time to read this little testimony? It's a, it's a testimony of the, of the power of the word of God that I found in a book. I don't know if I really liked anything else in the book or not, but I did like this testimony because I thought, you know, that really shows the power that's in the word of God. And so this this man's name was, anybody ever hear of Sam Am? Okay, good. Then you haven't heard this testimony yet. (laughs) Sam Am was thrilled when he first received a Bible. He was living in a refugee camp in Thailand at the time having finally escaped from five years as a virtual slave laborer and prisoner of war in Cambodia. It was 1979, and one of his few benefits in the refugee camp was his own copy of the book that held the words and the passions of God within it. Sam inspected the new prize, flipped through several of the pages, and smiled. It was perfect. Next, he took out a rough pouch filled with tobacco. With careful precision, he ripped a page out of his new Bible, placed the rest of the book aside, and then proceeded to roll himself a brand new cigarette using the page of scripture as the outer paper to hold his precious tobacco. Isn't that something? 
Striking a match, he lit the word of God and inhaled the nicotine smoke. Yes, there'd be plenty of good cigarettes made out of this thick book. One day, while he was rolling a cigarette, his eyes fell on the imprinted page. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. It was John 3.16, Sam remembers. The words about God's love really struck me because I was filled with such a deep hate. All at once he began to understand. The words that had previously meant no more to him than his next cigarette suddenly had new meaning. Who do you suppose did that? Suddenly had new meaning. It was truth he held in his hand. Yes, it's true. That's why God's word is so powerful, because it's filled with truth. It's filled with righteousness. It's filled with justice. It's filled with love. It's filled with integrity. There is no unrighteousness in our God. Not one bit of unrighteousness, not one bit of injustice in him. Everything about him is righteous and just and pure and holy and good. And it's why his word carries such power. And he's put the very same thing, the very same character on the inside of us. We're partakers of his nature. Glory to God. He's given us the right to be partakers of his nature. And the more you get in this book, the more that nature will become alive on the inside of you because it's life. I love this testimony. Mm. And in that truth, it was truth that he held in his hand, not simply cigarette papers. And in that truth, a few months later, he finally met Jesus, the one with power to save his soul. That one flash of understanding changed. One flash, one scripture, one word. We think we have to have a whole message. You just need one word by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah changed Sam's life and his treatment of God's word. Today, Sam Am is pastor of a Cambodian church in North Carolina. And he regularly returns to his home country in Southeast Asia to teach pastors and plant churches. On one recent trip, he took with him something special. 1,000 Bibles to give to other Cambodians also like Sam in 1979 who needed to be introduced to the thoughts of God. Wow. Wow. We ask you tonight, saints of God, is there power in God's word? There is power in God's word. One word for God so loved the world changed that man. He said he had a deep hatred, a deep hatred, but that word had life in it. That word had love in it. That word had power within it to root out that deep hatred, rid out that deep hatred and put a love within him that caused him to be such a servant of Almighty God. You know, we don't do these things up here in our own strength. We do them because of the Spirit of God that's within us. I would have never thought, I don't even know why I'm in Florida yet, but I'm here, thank God. And I sure am thank God that I found Pastor Edwin, Pastor Angela, and Pastor Greg, and Pastor Amy, and Pastor Steve, and all of you people, because you're wonderful. And you have a spirit of faith, and you have a spirit of love that is here. And I know that it comes from the teaching. It comes down from the top. And I thank God for it, and I thank God for 
this opportunity, and I hope that you've got something out of this this evening that will make you even more hungry for his word. Because all I can tell you is get in the book and let the book get on the inside of you and get to know the author. Hallelujah. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. And he will make something beautiful out of you if he hasn't already done that. I'm sure he has. He's so good. Maybe some other time I'll preach that whole message on, on the love. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm done, Pastor Greg. Oh, praise God. Wasn't that good? Thank God for his word. It is such a precious, precious commodity that you have. You know, was, he was talking about that story of that Cambodian pastor. Wasn't a pastor then. He was a prisoner. But uh, I couldn't help but think of you sitting in that hotel room in Brooksville, Florida. You know, my dad's given his testimony before that he was down there on, on work, you know, a job, a job. But he was also doing a little work on the side, a little, a little drug dealing on the side with his, his roommate at the time, the guy that was, you're staying with. And, and the guy was gone, and, and you got your Bible out. And he was looking for loopholes or things to prove that these things he had been taught and trained, that he had heard as a child, were not true. And do you remember the scripture you were reading specifically? Yeah. But he was reading his Bible, looking for loopholes. He said he started in Matthew, but he didn't get very far. And uh, he was looking for loopholes that he could get a hold of and, and use, but the Word of God got a hold of him. And as he sat there reading it, suddenly the light came on and God moved in and began to show himself to him. And he went from, from trying to disprove it to, to just giving his life to Jesus. And it'll change you. But what if he had never opened it up? You might say, well, he didn't open it for the right reason, but he did have an open heart. He was honestly looking and, and the Lord revealed himself to you. The word of God is awesome. It'll show you right where you are, show you what you need. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.